Our readings today focus on two important personalities who desired to lose everything for the sake of their salvation. In the first reading, we hear about a great man of Jewish tradition. He was an elderly man, Eliezer, well respected among the Jews. But around that time, there was a fierce persecution launched by King Antiochus Epiphanes, the Greek king who was the king of the Seleucid Empire at the time, who died around 164 BC. King Antiochus Epiphanes wanted to begin what he called the Hellenization process. In other words, he wanted the Greek culture to be the predominant culture within the entire empire. And his mentality was that if we have one culture, one language, one practice, it's going to boost commerce. And you guess that who will be the victims of that? The Jewish people who had peculiar religion. They were peculiar people because they were the people of God. And uh, quite a number of them reversed their circumcision, which was the sign of the covenant, in order to be able to participate in the competition in the Jewish gymnasium. And today, the king is enforcing a law for the Hellenistic worship and he wants all the Jewish people to renounce their faith publicly by eating pork, which was an abomination and an unclean animal for the Jewish religion, according to the book of Leviticus. So today, Eliezer was called to the forefront and he was presented with the abominable food which he rejected. But he moved straight to the torturing machine, seeking to be tortured and killed. But those who were enforcing the law knew him. They were his friends. So they called him aside and said, okay, for the sake of our friendship, we want to give you any meat of your choice. Just pretend that you are eating pork and eat any meat of your choice so that your life will be spared. But this wise man thought through, if even I eat any meal and pretend to be eating pork, what kind of example and testimony am I leaving for the youth, for posterity? A man of 90 years of age, what legacy will I leave? I'll go down as a shameful person who betrayed his God and his religion. So he told them he is not afraid to be tortured and killed. But he knows that even if he dies, the Lord will be with him. 
and posterity will be proud of the legacy he left behind. You know, and so those guys who were enforcing the law were so angry at him and thought he was insane and they tortured him and killed the elderly man. He died for the sake of the faith. He died being loyal to God rather than being loyal to earthly authority. The question we now ask ourselves is, what kind of legacy am I leaving for my children? Economic legacy, worldly security, but I, am I passing on the faith to my children and grandchildren, to the people entrusted to my care? In the gospel, we hear about Zacchaeus, who was ready to lose everything for the sake of his salvation. And as Eliezer lost his life for the truth and for his salvation, Zacchaeus was ready to lose all his riches. He was the chief tax collector, highly respected, very rich guy, but in the religious circles, he was never lied because he was regarded as a public sinner. Probably that explains why we say that he was a short man in stature. In other words, he doesn't stand tall when it comes to religion. And seeing that Jesus was passing in Jericho, this guy had the desire to see Jesus. And the big crowd will not even prevent him. So he ran and climbed a sycamore tree. And that was a very shameful act that he did. A very rich man in society climbing trees, which is the work of kids. Not an elderly man like Zacchaeus. But he knew what he wanted. He wanted to have a glimpse of Jesus. And whatever be the case, even if he's going to face humiliation in order to see Jesus, he was ready to do it. And when Jesus reached there, Jesus surprised him. He looked up and called him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. Today I will stay in your home. Zacchaeus never thought Jesus would stay in his house. Zacchaeus only wanted to have a glimpse at Jesus. Whether by curiosity or by faith, I don't know. Because Luke did not tell us why. But whatever be the case, his ambition was to have a glimpse at Jesus. But Jesus gave him more than he expected. Today, salvation has come to your house. Today, I will stay in your house. And the people who were following Jesus, the crowd, were grumbling. How come that he go to stay in the house of that sinner? But Jesus did not see Zacchaeus as a sinner. He sees Zacchaeus as a son of Abraham who is destined for salvation. Because immediately Zacchaeus says, Lord, I give half of my wealth to the poor. Remember earlier on, Jesus had encountered a young rich man who asked him, 
what must I do in order to be saved? And Jesus says, go sell all your property, give the money to the poor, and come and follow me. And the guy went away very sad because he allowed his possessions to become an obstacle between him and Jesus. Zacchaeus was ready to let go. I give half. And even if I have defrauded anybody, I pay four times the restitution. The law said twice, two. But he is ready to double that. Four times restitution, 400%. That means that when Zacchaeus encountered Jesus, wealth never mattered to him again. What mattered is his being with our Lord Jesus Christ. Dearly beloved, what has become an obstacle between us and Jesus? Probably we need to sit back and reflect. There's something that is preventing us from Christ. And what do we need to do in order to see him? Possibly we might need to climb a sycamore tree to find him. In the eyes of the world, that could have been a shameful situation. When we come to the Eucharist, we come to encounter the Lord. Are we ready to profess the faith? And the desire to be with Jesus as Zacchaeus did. Lord, whatever has been my preoccupation that has prevented me from paying attention to you, I let go. I believe if all Catholics will come to Mass and want nothing more than the Eucharist, who want nothing more than being one with our Lord, becoming configured with him, coming to communion with him, that will be an excellent profession of our faith. So today, as we leave this Mass, two questions. What do I need to do to encounter my Lord Jesus Christ? And the second question is, what legacy am I leaving for posterity? for those who are entrusted to my care, for those who are in my neighborhood, for those who are working with me. Am I living a life of hypocrisy or a life that is presenting the light of Christ, no matter how painful it might be? To those I encounter, may the Holy Spirit help us. Amen.